everyone. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today on our final story from camp, I will tell you about this completely opposite boy who somehow managed to win my heart. So last week I told you the beginning of a story of two people who God met at camp, changed them at camp, and then over the years somehow brought them together into this kind of weird friendship. Josh and I had become friends this summer. Camp is weird. It is like this incubator kind of a thing. And so a relationship that might take a year to form outside of camp can easily, easily form within a few weeks at camp because you are literally together nonstop and you see them in such real life situations that you actually know them. You see them when you're tired and when they're grumpy and when they're hungry and when they're sunburned and when their kids are driving them crazy and when they're super excited because God has just done something amazing. And so in the seven weeks that I had really become good friends with this young man, Josh, I felt like I really knew him. I felt like I had a handle on who he was. And so, as I said last time, my parents came to visit for the weekend. I had all these experiences, all these fun weekends with him, and I just talked about him apparently nonstop the whole time that they were visiting until the point where they were like, Christy, like, do you need to tell us something about him? Like, do you like him? Like, are you have a crush on him? And I was like, no, are you kidding me? We're just friends. Like, we're just friends. And I had myself so convinced. Like, we are just friends. Like, yeah, he probably has a little crush on me, but it's fine. Like, whatever. My journal said other stories. My journal told you that I, I liked him. I tried really hard not to like him, but I just kept making lists of all of his character qualities and how all these things about him were things that I had really been wanting in a husband. And I, yeah, I just, I was kind of in denial. So my parents leave and I feel super guilty for really just being so focused on this boy and taking my focus off of Jesus and off of the camper that summer. And so I decided I was done. I was done with this crush. I was done with Josh. We were just going to be friends. And I was done thinking about it. It was just done, 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 done. And I was, I did good for about eh, two days, maybe. (laughs) So Wednesday, we are working at the go-karts again because we're always together, like literally always together. And to this day, I don't know if somebody up in the office was like, Mwahaha, I see potential in this relationship. Or if it was just random and God was the one directing it. Like, I don't know. But Josh and I are running go-karts. And as we're sitting at the go-kart track, watching the kids go around, pulling them in, switching out kids, I see this young woman walking down the hill towards us. And she was somebody that I had never seen before. But she was probably around Josh's age and she's waltzing up to us and she's like, hey, Josh. And in my heart, I'm like, who the heck are you? Like, I just had this like horrible reaction to her. Like, who is she? And it's like, oh, hey, Mallory. Like, what's going on? And I'm like, how does he know her? And where is she from? And um, this is my Josh. And so I'm trying to like control myself, like get myself under control, like stop being this crazy, like nails coming out, like wanting to kill her, this person, like be nice, be nice, Christy, like relax. And so I'm trying to relax. I'm trying to be calm, trying to talk to her kindly. And she's like, hey, what are you doing this weekend, Josh? And like, in my heart, I'm like, he's hanging out with me. He always hangs out with me. Like, and I'm just super jealous of her. And I'm super just really jealous, really jealous. 
And he's like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, we should do something and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, who the heck is she? I've never seen this person in my life. Like, why is she here? But I'm trying to pull it together. Like, I'm literally trying to hold it together. And finally, she leaves. And Josh turns to me with a smirk on his face. And he's like, so, Christy, do you, like, hate girls or something? And I was like, no. And I was trying, I thought I did it. I thought I had pulled it off and he just had no idea that I was having this momentary like meltdown in my heart. And he's like, well, you weren't very nice to Mallory. And I was like, yes, I was. Did you hear me talking to her? I was super nice to her. What are you talking about? And he's like, well, hmm, so this is quiet. We're cleaning up the go-karts. And he's like, can I ask, you know, why you didn't like her? And I was like, or can I guess, can I guess why you didn't like her? And I was like, no. And I like finished what I was doing and I ran away. And I ignored him for the rest of the week. And I was a miserable wreck. I do not cry over my real life very often. Like I'll cry in books and movies and thinking back on memories and like things like that. But in real life situations, like I'm not necessarily the crying type of person. Very rarely. I cried. I cried about that boy every night. Like I missed him. I missed him so bad. And he just went ahead and let me ignore him. Like he just let me go. He was nice. He was kind, but he didn't like pursue me. Nothing. And I was like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Like, what have I done? And so Saturday comes, the kids leave and I apologize. I said, I'm really sorry for being so rude. Like, can we be friends again? He's like, yeah, sure. You want to hang out this weekend? Yeah, I do actually. And that was the weekend that the guy from Indiana, his parents were out visiting. And so he wasn't hanging out with us. So it was just Josh and I. And Josh and I went to a different church. We liked to hop, church hop. I mean, he was from the area, but he didn't have a church that he was super attached to. And I wasn't from the area. So it was kind of fun to just try different churches out every week. So we go into this church and we're meted, greeted by this woman. And she's like, oh, hi, it's so nice to meet you. Do you guys have any kids? And I'm like, kids? Like, we're not even dating. Like, what? Are you, uh, what? And I'm waiting for him to like say something. He doesn't. He's just like, no, we don't. And I was like, dude. <laughs> What's going on? But I didn't I was too awkward. I didn't know what to do. So I just let it go. And we went to church. Then we went to lunch, just the two of us. And he just started sharing a lot of his past with me. Like I had not known everything. I had heard some testimonies from him, but I hadn't heard everything. And he just started sharing a lot of just the brokenness of his past and the things that he'd been into and the things that God had rescued him from. And and he's like, Yeah, I haven't really been dating in the last couple of years and the next girl that I get close to, I want to be my future wife. And I was like, okay, so like, why is he telling me this stuff? Like, this is awkward, but I didn't know what to say, so I didn't say anything. And so we finish lunch and we get in the car, we're driving back to camp. And he goes, so um, did anything I say today, like bother you or anything? Do you want to talk about any of it? And I was like, no, no, I'm good. Uh, I just have a couple questions though. And he's like, okay. And I was like, um, you say things that I don't know what you mean. Like you, you shout at me across camp, do canned peaches. I'm like, I, what is that supposed to mean? I tell you that your boys are calling me hot and you say, well, I can't disagree. Like, like what, what is that? You know, I don't, I don't know what that means. Like, what are you trying to say? And there's this like a long pause. And then that boy started telling me step by step in the most beautiful speech I've ever heard in my life, how he fell in love with me that summer at camp. How first I did this, and then I smiled like this, and then this happened. It was gorgeous. Like, I literally wish I had written it down or recorded it or something. 
I don't remember it because I was just frantic the whole time he was giving this speech of like, what the heck do I say when he stops? Like, what am I supposed to say? And it was, I mean, it was beautiful, but I'm just, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And, um, he finishes with saying like, basically, I want to be with you for the rest of my life. Like, was this a proposal? Like, what was this? And I opened my mouth to tell him that I was too young. And instead I said, why, why don't you call my dad? <laughs> because I was still in this kind of like weird, hazy courtship kind of thing. Like it wasn't, when I was 24 years old. I didn't feel like I was like qualified to really just like decide to date somebody. So I wanted my dad involved and I didn't realize what that was going to entail. But I did um, have him call my dad. And then we were basically like secretly together for the last three weeks of camp. So it was like this weird seven weeks of friendship, a big conversation. And then secretly together. And during those three weeks that we were secretly together, that boy, he went out of his way to win me over. Like, I woke up one morning and there was a sign outside my door and it said, Good morning, beautiful. I hope your day is as wonderful as you make mine. Every time I see you smile. And he literally had gone to the craft room with his boys and, like, stenciled this fabric sign. And it was amazing. And I'd never had a boyfriend before. And so I was just like, I don't know what this is, like, what's going on, but I like it. I really like it. People didn't know you're together. Um, they just kind of slowly caught on as things went down. My camp mom, my camp nurse, she figured it out right away. And, uh, yeah, she knew. But that was my summer of falling for Mr. Josh. And so it gets weird because we were still kind of culty at that point. And so my dad had this idea of, like, we shouldn't talk to each other for, like, six months because he wanted to make sure we really wanted to marry each other, something like that. Anyway, so I left camp not even knowing if he was going to actually call my dad because he hadn't done that yet because it was camp. And my brother was getting married, so I left camp a little bit early to go to my brother's wedding, not having any idea if this boy had won my heart was going to call my dad or not, and knowing I had, like, six months to wait to see him again. So, yeah. That was fun, but we did see each other twice in those six months, but literally no talking, no emails, no texting, no phone calls, no nothing. We saw each other twice at camp-related functions, and then in February 2006, Josh was allowed to come see me, and so he did, and literally a month later, we were looking at engagement rings, <laughs> and when people found out that we were together, they were like, wait, what, what? Because, like, we had such different pasts. And people who had known him as a camper and then knew me as my little homeschooled self were like, wait, you what? But he, guys, is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I mean, ever. Ever. Besides Jesus. <laughs> Josh Wood is the next best thing. And we have just celebrated our 14th wedding anniversary this month. Like, 7707, baby. And I love how God snuck him into my life. Like, I feel like I would have, I don't think I would have been open to somebody who was older than me because I was just so, like, scared of relationships. And yet this little boy just snuck his way into my heart until suddenly I was like, oh my gosh, like, I think I love you. What am I going to do? So we were married, 7707. It's been 14 years of complete opposite, really great stuff. Not easy. We've been through a lot together, a lot. There's been just lots of hard stuff. And yet we have both just been super committed to making this work and being each other's friends. Like we are very committed to our friendship, not just our marriage, to building all the different aspects of what that looks like. 
to not being angry with each other when we go to bed. Like that's one of our huge things. And I would say after 14 years of marriage, I don't think we've ever gone to bed angry. We've gone to bed and said, hey, we need to table this and talk about this tomorrow. But we're not to the point where we're like angry with each other. And, and it's a beautiful thing. And I love it. I love how God has used him to grow me and me to grow him. And yeah. So I'm not saying that there's a magic formula. If you go to camp, you're going to find your spouse. Because I really believe that God has different plans for everybody. And not everyone includes a spouse. And that's okay. And it's not like we have the magic formula for being married. I mean, we have such opposite. We're so opposite. And yet we work. But I think, like I said, because both of us are just very committed to making it work. Neither one of us is abusive. <laughs> there's just, there's stuff, you know, there's stuff that makes it work. And we're open and we're honest and we are communicating a lot with each other all the time. And we are trying really hard to be each other's really great friends. So all the aspects of a relationship. But anywho, that's the culmination of my stories from camp. I met my boy who then turned into my man and my baby daddy. And both of my babies were born while we were working at camp later on. We came back to that camp and worked out later on as interns. So yeah, good stuff. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed this stories from camp. We're going to be taking a break now until September. So probably the second week of September, we'll start back up again with a new, new series. So a new season and a new series. So until then, guys, I really hope that you can just continue to grow your own growth, your own healing journey. And as always, keep searching for that real God, not for the God that we think might exist or the God that our religion has taught us exists, but that very real being who wants to know you. Keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylindwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.